All right. Well, would you ever go to the movie by yourself? Yes or no? Honestly, I mean, this is a hot I've I've seen both sides of this. And I think as I get older, I start to maybe think that the people who go to the movies by themselves aren't huge losers because, I mean, you know, you get married. What happens? I mean, picture this. You're 40. You know, they just remade Step Brothers. Uh, I don't know who's going to be the stepbrother at that point in time. Your wife says, I'm not going. The kids are at home. You know, maybe you have a daughter. You're not super fond of her sports. So you don't want to go to her game that night. Um, and, you, and you think, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go watch Step Brothers, the remake. It disappoints you. But you know what? You and the 10 other people in the theater are going to enjoy yourselves. I mean, I don't know. I personally, I think there is a point in time where you just think it's okay. Could you do it in high school? No, I don't think you could. I think in college, maybe, but you can't tell anybody. And I think once you're an adult, I think you can. I'd agree. It's definitely an age thing. Like as you get older, it's like, dude, screw it. Like I have nothing else to do. Like, like you said, the girl's away, the kids are away. Like, I just want to go see this movie. No one else wants to go see it with me, so I want to go see it. I, I, it's like kind of like going to a bar. It's like, well, you know, like, yep. I'm just, just going to go to the bar. I'm going to have some drinks at the bar, watch the game, and I'm going to head home. Yep. So I would say, sure, why not? Yeah, you know, you, you, know you, you had a long day at the office, and you go to the Chili's bar, you get a quesadilla, and, and you wind down. I mean, it's no different than going to the, going to the movies. I mean, if theaters exist – um <laughs> in the future who the fuck knows at this point but, but i don't know i i think i think it's definitely it's definitely a, re- a relaxing treat uh w- when you're of age to probably get away from your from your family that you're with all the time especially if you have like younger kids maybe it could be something that that it would be nice to do i feel like when I get older, I'm not going to like go to the theater by myself because first I don't usually go just to go to the, I don't go watch movies a ton, but like, I feel like if I wanted just to get away, I would just go somewhere in my house to watch a movie by myself. And like, treat myself that way. like, and like go like grab a, you know, bottle of bourbon or whatever, some wine, whatever, and just, drink while watching a movie by myself or watching a show just like relax like that i don't i can't see myself going to a move of the marcus theaters getting a 44 ounce of soda and a tall thing of popcorn and watching the remake of Step Brothers. i don't see myself That's i'm not true. saying i'm not but saying I mean, you guys can't do it i'm just saying i don't see myself doing it. i don't know if i'll ever be in a situation where i'd have to go by myself i just can see why especially like the, i mean when you get old older and like maybe your friends move somewhere else or you got to move for a job or something like that but at the same time i don't know not that when you talk about it it makes it seem weird like we're the weird guys for going to the movie theater while you're sitting home i mean going i'm just enjoying night. no do you going to the movies if you've if you don't think it's acceptable to go to the movies by yourself you've never gone to a movie by yourself i have never you know, done it I've I was original. I always thought that for the longest time, and I had to get like my tires changed one time. And I, you know, you just gotta you gotta kill some time. Walk down the street to a movie, went by myself. Liberating, just incredible to do it. You see a movie you don't really want to see. 
you're just hanging out by yourself. There's, especially you do it during the day, there's one or two people in the theater. It is incredible. So yeah, it's, it's obviously acceptable. It only gets more acceptable as you get older, but it's like, I'm not going to go and sit at home when you could go to the movie by yourself. Like sitting at home is definitely just not the same movie experience. If you're going to go see a movie that you want to see, somebody will come with you. But if you're just killing time, it's like, I got three hours to kill. I'm not just going to sit around doing nothing. Like, just go see a movie by yourself. It's time to grow up. I definitely agree on the daytime movie. I would definitely see, like, a matinee, like, just, like, randomly by myself. Especially if it was, like, getting towards the end of that movie being in there, in the theaters. Sure. But when it only shows, like, 1.30 and 3.45. Yeah. Like yep. I would definitely, I would definitely slip my little bottle of uh, Jack Daniels in with me too. <laughs> Sip on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe, maybe a cigarette. Who knows? What kind yeah, of sprinkler system they got in there? <laughs> <laughs> Is it acceptable to drink in a movie theater? Do you think it'll ever be acceptable for like not acceptable? Do you think it'll ever be like there'll be like a bar for a movie theater? There is already. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't sure. imagine that not being a thing. Like, but like legit, like. In like the back of like the theater, it's like you can go to the bar. It's not like you have to I, I, the theater. I bet you it exists in areas where I mean, there's a little more income. I would also, I would also think that like that'd be tough because you'd have a lot of people getting up and going to the bathroom a lot. You'd have a lot of people getting up and going to the next drink. It's be really distracting yeah. for the movie. So that'd be Drinks. like you'd have to find a middle ground. Drinks are probably fifteen bucks a pop. Oh yeah, definitely there. stadium beers. Stadium beers for sure. They make what you're thinking of. They have that. They make that. No, there's not going to be a bar in the back of a movie theater that is supposed to be silent and everybody's sitting in a dark room doing nothing. They, what you're thinking of is just like a restaurant movie theater and they make, yeah, those, I know. They make those I all know. over. I've seen those. We have one by me. No, not like in the back of the theater. I mean, like they have like a couple different like back bars like you walk out and it's like in between four or five different like shows or like theaters they have like a small bar and like you can grab two drinks and bring them back. Well, why not just let the regular counter serve the alcohol? Because you're not going to want to walk all the way to the middle of the theater. Like it's like at the sides. You're not going to want to card everybody either. That's the thing. I mean, say, say you're going to, you're going to see Avengers, right? And there's a line 40 people long. You're going to card everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have its own. Cause I mean, what, maybe one, Maybe three people out of that forty are probably getting an alcoholic beverage. Well, like know. I'm saying, like a bar, bar, not like the snacks yeah, yeah. and like the soda. You're saying like that's purely alcohol. Yes. Dude, I was just a thought, you know. That's a terrible. That's a terrible thought. It's, it, not it's, make that. Yeah, I. I'm not gonna put. It's never gonna happen. Yeah, it would be tough because you'd have the whole distraction aspect. It would be people getting up and all that. So. Yeah, they're not gonna put. No, they're not gonna put three like mini bars everywhere for the like four people that want alcohol that aren't just gonna bring in like little shooters. You attract a new crowd, you know. Those people are just gonna go to bars. Yeah, how (laughs) much and how much money? How much drink money are you really making on people in like an hour and a half movie or a two-hour movie? Like, you'd have to be really putting them down to to really need it there. I mean, that's the same I'm gonna go to the movie for, and have one beer. No, that's the same thing for like a for an NBA game, though. I mean, those aren't super long, and you yeah, can get you also, you also have seventeen thousand people there. 
not all of them are of age, but half the two thirds of them are of age. And half the two thirds hate their, their kids there. So, like, I'm just going to go take them to the game, pound six beers, whatever, and then drive home and be like, all right, well, I made it home. I'm happy I made it home. They get pulled over this time. <laughs> all right. So, big news in the NFL this week was the Carson Wentz trade. We have Carson Wentz to the Colts for a he's washed, a future third, right? He's washed. Uh, it's a conditional second. Wentz has to play, I believe, 70% of the snaps for it to become a first. Or is it 75% to become a first or 70% if they make the playoffs? And, and it, play. it still becomes a first. So I think it's a it's a fucking steal if he plays anything like he's capable of playing. I don't know if you could name – I mean, if we're talking physical talent, you can't name a whole lot of quarterbacks in the league that have the tools he has when it comes to size, athleticism, and arm strength. Yeah, he lost some with the ACL. But, I mean, these fucking Bears fans, man, Carl, Big Cat, all these guys on Twitter, uh, White Sox Dave, complaining about – Carson Wentz, he could walk in there right now and be the best quarterback in Bears franchise history. Literally. He could walk in playing as bad as he is, and he's the best. They've never had a 4,000-yard passer. Wentz is throwing the fucking trash cans in Philly, and he threw for 4K in 2019. So it's like, what are you fucking talking about? I mean, for that deal, too? I don't know. If you're the Bears, how do you not offer that? I mean, Wentz is also throwing his weight around, too, so who knows if – I mean, I'm sure he wanted to go – Wentz said he Who's didn't that? want to go to the Bears. That's why they were yeah. throwing shade. Wentz said he didn't want to go to the Bears. That's why they yeah. said, fuck, fuck Wentz. But they were saying that before, though. I mean, you listen to, to Redline Radio and stuff, and they hated the idea before Wentz even said anything. It's like, who else are you going to get? They, they don't have the resource. They can't match the Finns or the Jets for Watson, even the Panthers. So it's like, you can't draft anybody. You finish in the middle of the pack. You can even draft Mac Jones. Fucking that tubby nerd, man. Yeah. All he's good. He's only good for Lavin to Devonta. I definitely, I definitely think it was a good trade for the Colts because they, they don't ha- like you said, they don't have to draft a guy. Like what pick do they have? Probably high teens. They were almost yeah. in the playoffs, or they were. They were in, the but playoffs. they were in. The playoffs. They were in. Okay, well, yeah. Then you're not going to get a good enough pick for a quarterback, and you have Philip that just retired. So you obviously need a guy, and I think a second and third round for a chance on Wentz because Wentz is definitely like. You don't have to love him. You don't have to tell him, tell me he's elite, which I don't think he is. But he uh, is definitely a starting quarterback in the NFL. Like of the thirty-two, yeah, quarterback spots, I think Wentz is good enough to be in one of them. So why not go to a team that just had their quarterback retire? Like it makes the most sense. I think it was a good trade, and I hope I hope he revives. I have nothing against Wentz, so I hope he I hope he has a good career there. Maybe I don't understand the. They said, like, it feels like like Carson Wentz is now bad because of the narrative in the, like, that media gives him. Carson Wentz was insane. Like, Carson Wentz was yeah. not as good as Jared Goff coming out of college because he went to, like, a smaller school. Then he killed it early in his career. And people were like, holy shit, Carson Wentz is insane. And then he had the year that he was going to be an MVP, then got hurt. And then they won the Super Bowl, and like, okay, well, Carson Wentz is coming back. And then since then he's just like 
their team has been bad. They have not been a Super Bowl level team, and he like, and he like he hasn't played as well. Yeah, they haven't been a playoff team. They haven't been. A they haven't. Yeah, playoff. not even close. Aaron Rodgers yeah. struggles getting teams to ten wins when he throws to dumpsters that are on the field. Like, and Carson Wentz isn't Aaron Rodgers. Nobody is Aaron Rodgers. Like Patrick Mahomes, maybe, but like. Like the fact, so Carson Wentz can't carry an entire football team on his back in his what fourth year into the fifth year in the league, sixth year in the league, whatever it is. Like he can't carry an entire NFL franchise. I'm not like why? Why are we moving yeah. off of him now that Patrick Mahomes is better than Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz isn't the fucking bee's knees anymore? All of a sudden, Carson Wentz is not that good. And he's terrible. Like the Eagles are not good. Carson Wentz is fine. He probably needed to go somewhere else, but like Carson Wentz has proven that he's a good quarterback. He's athletic. He can throw a ball far. Like there's just no, I don't, I don't understand how Carson Wentz is now bad because he had a rough season. Yeah, especially when the media narrative about him literally a few months ago before the season was this guy is so talented, he can carry the Eagles on his back to the to like lead the NFC East. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's still the same guy. Yeah, he's not the most accurate quarterback in the world, but when you're that big, that fast, and have that good of an arm, like if he was the most accurate QB in the world, he'd be an MVP every year. So it's like, I don't know. I'm I think the Colts are immediately a Super Bowl contender. I mean, they're already what ten and five, or ten and ten and six, or eleven and five. I, think, I believe it was ten and six. Yeah, maybe yeah. eleven. I can't think of one of those. He played sixteen games, but good try, guys. Yeah, yeah. I know. Six, I realized that. Hey, hey, chill, chill, chill. Uh, but like, I don't know. I, I, I at best, I think they can probably be a twelve and fourteen. They're scary. I, I think they got a lot better with that, and um. How about the Rams? I don't, I don't know. I didn't listen if you guys talked a lot about that. How, how much better do you think they are with, with Stafford as opposed to golf? I'm going to make one more comment about uh, Wentz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't have to pull up Wentz. All his home games are in a dome, which obviously is going to help because he doesn't have to play with weather conditions. His offensive line has gotten better because the, the Eagles offensive line was terrible. He was sacked so many times last year. Yeah. Like, he, he himself is now going to be able to play better. Not having to deal with any conditions. He's perfect conditions every home game. Not saying every game he's going to play is in perfect condition. Plus, he has a decent offensive line and a better offensive line. And if the Colts really want to go after a good, better offensive line, they can draft that to protect him because they know he's a good quarterback. Well, well, they had. I think they had the second greatest offensive line in football. I think the Browns had first, or maybe the maybe it was Browns, Packers, and then Colts. But I mean, they they kept Philip Rivers upright. It's like you know they're good. I don't know. I mean, they got a stud at running back. I think I think Taylor's going to be a good player. I was a little bit off on him at first. I mean, just like Dylan, where he's just not getting any reps. So I'm immediately going to bail. I'm immediately going to say he sucks if he's not if he's not playing, especially yeah. as a running back. But obviously, I was proven wrong. Gets some big games, and they have receivers. I don't remember all the. I mean, Ty's old, but they got that. They got a few other younger receivers that are pretty good as well. I can't remember all their names. Pittman. Pittman was Pittman. a rookie. Yeah. Pittman uh, Pascal at tight end. Yeah. yeah, so it's like if he if Wentz can't if Wentz has a bad year, then I think you can confidently say he sucks ass. But 
I, I can't see it happening. I don't, I don't really, maybe he's, maybe he's not amazing because I think they're going to run the ball quite a bit, but I mean, statistically amazing, but I mean, it's hard to go wrong. If you fuck up that lineup, then you just think. And yeah, the, the Colts are actually, as a Gator fan, one of the teams I wanted Kyle Trask to go to because I think they're just so set up running. They have pass catching out of the backfield and receivers. Like they have the tight end, the line, and they have a really good young defense. Don't sleep yeah. on the defense. They have a good, very good linebacker core. So that's a very good situation for him. Yeah, we were asked about the Lions. Yeah, though. The the Stafford to the Rams and Goff to Lions. Are they the second best team in the NFC? The Rams. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Casey. Well, who you got? You got the Buccaneers first, correct? If the Bucca- if the Buccaneers bring everyone back, I think yes. Because don't, do, lose- don't do this again. Don't don't do it again. Tom Brady, Tom that Brady's- we're gonna say Tom Brady's team is not the best team. We're we didn't have an episode last week, and I couldn't talk about this. Don't do it again. We can no, we'll I'm, I'm we'll pretend this. we'll pretend to float over it. Like it's not like we're gonna pretend that we didn't say Tom Brady's team maybe isn't the best. That's what I'm saying. I said there. I did say they're one. I. If everybody comes yes. back, if they could lose a quarter of their roster and they should still be the best team. It's like every year saying the Bucks are the best team in the East and then they just refuse to win. But you don't pick yep. a team that just keeps winning. Tom Brady, the Buccaneers, as of, as of today, the Buccaneers yes. are the best team. And until they lose in the playoffs or don't make the playoffs, they're, they're the best team That's because they fun. have Tom Brady under center. There's no way I, around it anymore. I think the Rams is second best team. I would still put the Packers above the Rams. I don't think Adam Stafford makes them better than the Packers. The defense is. I agree, Brandon. I don't. I I can't. Stafford is like he's like he's a great like he's a good quarterback. Like he has good stats, but what he's never has he ever had a winning record? Talk about a Hall of Famer. It's a Hall of Famer. Yep. Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. When he's had a good receiver, he has done well. He has had Kenny Galladay, who was injured, and then his next was Marvin Jones. He's had no run game. He's had a terrible offensive line. He's had a terrible defense. You bring him to L.A. with a young head coach who has proven that he can win with Jared Goff, who is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. He has a good slot receiver. He has Robert Woods. He has uh, Higby. And then he has a good run game and a good defense. You're telling me – you're telling me that the Rams aren't going to be very, very good next year. Well, they're going to be. They're going think, to be very good. I think they're going to be very good, but I wouldn't put them second in the NFC. I don't even think they'll make it to the NFC Championship. I think it's close. a close one to the Rams and the Packers, but I think the Rams are going to are a little better. Uh, I think the Seahawks are on a slippery slope to becoming irrelevant again. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I would put the Rams above everybody. I mean, the Niners are going to be – I mean, if Jimmy is somewhat decent, you can't really ever count out the Niners if, if he's healthy. Or maybe they go get somebody. Who knows? But, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't see who you can put above the Rams at three. I mean, I think it's three and then everybody else, honestly. Because the Saints are going to be terrible. And nobody in the NFC is going to be good. 
Yeah. So it's like maybe the Cowboys. Who knows? I mean, you can't really. Dak's a good. I'm a, I'm super high on Dak. I'm probably too high on Dak, but no, he's good though. He's good. He has and, and again, if they keep Amari, and CD keeps improving, you have Zeke. You have an awesome offense line. Their defense is the only bad thing. If they don't fix their defense, they will not go anywhere in the playoffs. Their O line was actually very hurt this year. They uh. They're good, but they're they weren't healthy this year. So they, they I, I'm they saying they'll probably win the NFC East though. They're probably oh fucking a anyone could win that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, the football team, man. Are they gonna oh. get that QB? Are they gonna Dude, pick a the name? QB Forget played? about QB. Let's, let, let's talk. Let's talk quarterbacks, man. There's a lot of rookies coming in that could be really good. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence well, obviously going one. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, just a freak. Are the Jags the type of team that would be dumb enough to take Zach Wilson? No. no. They would take, so? I don't, I don't think so. They would take Fields over over Josh Wilson or Zach Wilson because Urban Meyer. There's no chance. Urban no. I'm saying there's because no, Urban Meyer. But there's no reason. They're dumb. They're dumb. There's no reason. Smurfs, there is no reason that you have three quarterback prospects in front of you and you say, well, which is the best? You say, oh, Trevor. Well, Actually, we want the Ohio State guy. No, that's not how it goes. You're in the NFL draft. You say, I'm going to want the best player available, and that's Trevor Lawrence. But that's whether, whether he pans out or not is up in the air. But Right. Might, you will get fired you, if you don't best, draft Trevor Lawrence. Like, if this, is the, this is the Zion Williamson pick of the people that were like, I don't know, maybe Zion's not going to go one. Like, you will be fired on the spot if you do not take Zion. This yep. ridiculous. People have been talking about Trevor Lawrence for four years, and he's finally going to get drafted. And you did bad enough to actually get the first overall pick. Like the Jaguars have been waiting for a long time for a pick like this. You're not going to like you. You would get fired on the spot. They would clear house and say wrong. Yeah, they're going to pick up the phone and say, who are you picking? Uh, We're going to take Justin Fields because of Urban Meyer. And they'd pick up the phone and say, put the phone down. You're fired. Trevor Lawrence. They say Urban Meyer, you're also fired. Just cause. yes. I'm saying, I'm saying Casey's question. Casey's question was if Trevor Lawrence, if the Jags were stupid enough to not take Trevor Lawrence, would it be Zach Wilson? No, it would not. It would be Justin Fields over Zach Wilson. Well, See, are we talking if they didn't pick Justin or if they, if they didn't pick Lawrence, they wouldn't go quarterback. I don't think so. I think so. I think you're uh, underrating Wilson, man. Have you have you watched a lot of game tape of him? Yes, matter. I watch him because I bet I'd be like you every game because of him. Because he was a good quarterback. He, he was a stump when they played he, Wisconsin when he was a freshman. Mahomes is going to get him picked in the top three. Because you're going to look at him. He can throw on the run 65 yards. Um, he's fast. He's faster than Lawrence. He's definitely more athletic than Lawrence. I think it's bar none. He might not have the same, the same sturdiness that Lawrence has. Uh, but he's got a much better looking face. I think he's got the QB yep. face thing locked up easily. Yep. I think Lawrence is – how often do you see super ugly top quarterbacks? How often? Mm-hmm. Not often. Yeah. Tom Mahomes. Brady is a, just a dime. Mahomes, I mean, he's got Good really bag. cool hair. I don't think he's ugly. I think Lawrence is ugly. Yeah. You, you can't have that guy leading your locker room. Well, he will. 
If well, he throws yeah, for four touchdowns to. a game, I would say, yeah, he can leave my But it's room. it's the Jaguars, guys. They got no receiver. I mean, okay, they got, what, Shark? He's okay. They, I'm not a no. big D.D. Westbrook guy. He's not that good. They got some decent young guys on defense, but, I mean – they're right. They they do have that undrafted undrafted running back. I mean, who the fuck cares? Um, that played pretty well, but I don't know. I think, I mean, he's the lowest risk, and he's also that's why you draft him. He, there's really no risk. He's going to be decent. Will he top out? I don't think he has the same max potential as Zach Wilson. I really don't. I think Wilson has just as good of an arm and, and is more athletic. So it's like. Will Wilson hit it? Maybe not. He's playing against cupcakes his entire career. Uh, he's a one-year starter. I mean, last one-year guy was Mitch Trubisky, and he was fucking terrible. So, I mean. It is fucking terrible. A lot of questions we're bringing up sound pretty, pretty reasonable. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself out of it, but I mean. Yeah, just it, from seems like, straight... it seems like the risks are going to outweigh the reward. You, Zach you... Wilson, a Zach Wilson game tape versus Coastal Carolina just doesn't hold, hold the same weight as a Trevor Lawrence game tape against Alabama in a national championship for me. Yeah, I'm not saying – I mean, I'm Urban Meyer. That's why I took the job because yep. I get literally a, a, a bona fide – would you go as far to say top 15 quarterback walking into a, the locker room without having played a snap? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you know how bad some NFL quarterbacks are? I, I was going to say top 10. I'm like, eh, but no. Nah. He'll walk I, in day one. I'm a top 15. He'll probably be like 15, but like there's some not good quarterbacks in the NFL and he could get all the way into the top 10. Like he could be into the top five by the end of the year. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks that are like Trevor Lawrence is going to come into the league and all of the people that are really high on whatever, like a young, like if Herbert has a bad year and, Lawrence has a great year or Joe Burrow has a bad year. Like they're gone. Just write him off. We'll just write him off. He's like, he's an average quarterback, you know, like then they're going to go Trevor Lawrence is a top 10 guy just immediately. I mean, mean, that's the thing with, with, with Herbert. I just, it's just Lawrence. Like that's just the same guy. So it's like, I think he's going to be good. I mean, he's going to be good. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. But it's like, is he transcendent? No, he's just, Herbert, he just had, like, Herbert had an awesome receiving crew. Yeah, that's the thing. Lawrence is going into dog shit, literally dog water all around. That's a terrible player. And you saying, and people saying Joe Burrow, like, you know, towards ACL is a terrible hit, but he had a good receiving crew. He had a decent yeah, receiving he, crew. And, and guess he what? Playing, he still sucked. He still he was, couldn't he win was, Oh my god, he was the most accurate quarterback within like twenty five yards, the entire of all the NFL. Yeah, how'd that work out He's for him? What was it? Yeah, what was record? Snapped. Yeah, it doesn't matter what their record was. It, it does. If you're a quarterback in the NFL and you don't win games, that means you. It means you're not good. With the Bengals, they have the worst line in football. They have nobody. Mixing, mixing the oh. So if you're a quarterback that's young and you do win games, that means you're really good. No, I'm I mean, saying, unless but if you're, you're, if you're, if you're a number one overall like, quarterback, oh, you cannot oh, win games. Okay. <laughs> so, so if you lose games, you're a bad quarterback. But if you win games, you're still not necessarily a good quarterback. Okay, okay, Brandon. <laughs> who would you rather have? I just want to, I just want to find this out because I, I've heard that Tua is bad with a winning record, but I've also heard that 
quarterbacks with a losing record are also two, bad. So two I don't is know not really two good. is not great because two is just stats aren't great. good unless two is stats aren't good. Yeah, don't you use said, this. You just said he. You just said he was winning games, so didn't. Don't matter. use this to try to make yourself believe that two is going to be good. He right. missed. I'm not saying he is. It's, it's, yeah, and, and, I'm not. I'm not and, saying and, he's going to be elite either. But let's give him some time first. I think yeah, nine and, games and, is and, really ridiculous. And don't use record to say he's bad. I mean, I'm Peyton Manning was just absolutely terrible at the start of his career with just a bad. Yeah. It, it's a he bad. Team. A lot of picks too, though. Yeah, so Brandon, the Dolphins have the third overall pick. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, whoever you want. So, like, let's just pretend they have the second pick. You're telling me you have Tua. You're not you, – you don't take one of them. You say, I don't want either one of these. A quarterback. Okay. No. Yeah, you say uh, – you between Zach Wilson. Get a receiver. Justin not Fields a, and Tua. I would take – And you've, you've seen Tua. I would take Tua. a lineman or I would take a wide receiver before I would take another quarterback. Because you know who did that? The uh, Cardinals. And, and that worked out really well. Yeah, really, with their losing record, still bad. Josh Rosen's like bad out of the league. You know why? You know why they're still bad because they have no talent anywhere on the field. But they have they have Kyler Murray. He runs around they, like a little running back. They have back DeAndre here. Hopkins. Dol- Dolphins yeah, they pick. traded for him. That, yeah, that's that, that was a good move. But Dolphins pick three, right? Terrible. Jets are at two. Yeah, yeah, we're three. Jets, so take, Jets are. It doesn't matter. Jets are taking Wilson. You can you can write that down in, in fucking pen. You can paint it on my wall. <laughs> The Jets are taking Wilson, and the Jags are taking Lawrence. So there's no reason right. for the for the Dolphins to pick. They're not going to have Wilson. So why would you pick a quarterback? Speaking okay, of, I don't. Speaking of fired on spot, I think you get fired on spot if you if you're the Dolphins and you take Justin Fields at three. Get out of here! But, you're going to lose the entire they, fan base. Do they take Sewell or do they take a? Yeah, a wide I say you, you either you either uh, strengthen up that O line or you get you get him a weapon. If you don't get him a weapon in the draft, you got to do it in free agency. All right, I just got an idea on. here. I got an idea. Since Casey's so high on draft night, I say we do a live pod on draft night and we're all watching the draft to see how it goes. And to uh-huh. see where Zach Wilson goes for the, for the first round. The first round live pod? Okay. I can be down with that. That'd be fun. Get Jack on here too or something. Uh-huh. That'd be awesome. I think that'd be good good content. Um, I don't know. I, I think if, if you're going to ask me, who the next best? I, I'm super high on Wilson. I think a lot of people are, from what I've been seeing on Twitter. I think I think you almost have to go Fields uh, with the next. Who's going to be the next best? Just because, even if he can't throw, I think he'll still be. He'll still have that added effect. I mean, that's the same thing with Lance, though. Too. I haven't watched Lance at all. I have no idea if he's any good. Not even one minute of film on him. Who? I've seen his picture, Trey Lance. I've yeah, I've never watched him play. State. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. But I'm just – I'm out on Mac Jones, man. I don't like him. Fields' draft stock was dropping so hard at the end of, like, the season because he wasn't doing great. And then the Clemson game came on and everyone was like, oh, shit, like, this guy can ball. Like, he can he can play quarterback. And then the, Ohio, or the Alabama game on, came on and it was like, all right, well, this guy didn't play so well. But Alabama's defense was just so good. That's what an NFL defense is going to be. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I was about to say. I don't. It's it's a tough decision. Lawrence is head over heels better than anyone in the draft. That's that's it. Head over heels. Okay, better or more talented. Better and more talented. Yeah, it's just it, it's and not better. Than oh my god, that's a that's a hot take. 
I fucking dig it. That's what Chris, or that's who Kid Rock was talking about. And Kyle Black can smell a pig from a mile away. That, that big ass schnoz on Lawrence, man. He can smell anything. <laughs> it's, he's, he's sniffing defenders out. That's why he's not throwing picks. But uh, yeah, I, I just, yeah. I'm, I don't know. You, you bookmark this pod when all of a sudden Zach Wilson is throwing off his back foot 70 yards and people are going, why does it take a number one? I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I think when you go to a franchise, you talk shit about the Jets all you want. They made it to the AFC title game with Mark Sanchez. I got a little more faith in that front office than I do the Jaguars front office. So it's like, I, don't, I think they can build a team faster than the Jaguars can. You have to also think that the Dolphins are a team that gave Ryan Tannehill, what was it, seven years? Seven years as a starter with constant injuries and just lackluster play. So oh, yeah. I, I just couldn't see it. At least this year, we're not going to take a quarterback. That's got to be Adam. Ga- that's got to be Adam Gase at this point, don't you think? Now that Ryan T- Tannehill has had a absolute resurgence of a career as soon as he left the Dolphins, I actually and Adam that. and the Jets now are terrible. I actually yeah. believe that Adam Gase should never be hired by a football team again. There's a common denominator here, and it is him. You guys should be like you guys were like like Ryan Tannehill is a terrible quarterback when you should have been saying this is a bad coach. This is, this is the Matt Nagy situation with Mitch Trubisky. We this is had, the exact exact. We only situation. had Adam Gase for like half of Ryan Tannehill's career. If that so, we had we had a Gase for like two or three years. I just don't think Tannehill's that good. And, and we went to the playoffs in his first year, so it was, everybody was like, "Holy shit, Adam Gase!" Yeah. Tannehill's got Offensive a really good run game around him. Like, yeah, yeah. Tannehill can run play action passes to wide open receivers. It's like, Tan- does don't that get, make? Don't him get amazing? fooled. Don't get fooled. Tannehill's average as hell. Yes, yes, he's average at best. He's, yeah, he's, he's way overrated on Madden too. I think they got him at like an, at a mid eighties. Like the, right. the fucking guy can't throw a fly route. So it's like, I don't know. I'd rather have Tua than Tannehill. Speaking Honestly. of average, though, go ahead, Smurfs. DB's corner here. We're going to Kyle's corner. Yeah, Wisconsin Badger basketball. Everyone turn their mics off. You got about five, you got about five, ten minutes, KB, of Wisconsin basketball. This is Kyle's corner. Welcome. I don't know where to start. Perhaps it should be that we run an offense that had to have been around when John Wooden was coaching UCLA. Had to have been. And we just refuse to change. We refuse as a fan base to say, I deserve a team that is actually good. I deserve a team that will make a run at a championship at some point in my life. No. We say we're ranked. Of course, not in the top 10, mind you. But we're ranked. That is the best we could ever hope for from an entire basketball like program. Did we come off of two final fours within the decade? Yeah, we did. What did we do with it? Nothing. We got bad recruits and we just refused to improve instead of hiring saying, Bo Ryan, you did really well. Let's take this as a starting point and, and keep going from here. We said, let's hire Bo Ryan 2.0 and let's do the exact same thing for another decade. And once in a while, they're, 
they're going to pretend to beat a good team and they're, they're just not And then they're going to turn around and lose to an under 500 team like Penn state. They are bad. Wisconsin basketball is torture to watch. They might people bet on if they will score 40 points in a game in 2021. I look at these games and say, I hope we score 50. I'll be shocked if we score 60. It's, it is truly incredible to have an entire fan base be okay with mediocrity and it's, it's pushing me away. Don't make me become a Marquette fan. Don't do it. It is incredible, truly incredible to say, I would rather be ranked 21 for 10 straight seasons than to be 500 and then maybe make a run at a big 10 title and maybe win a championship. Wisconsin refuses to be actually relevant by getting good recruits. Do you want to switch to an NBA style offense, get good recruits? No, I would much rather run the swing, get three star guys here. Cause they're going to run my system, run a pack defense, shoot 37% and just pray that teams have a bad night. And then when teams are actually bad, when teams play poorly against Wisconsin, they go, look at this, the system works. Wisconsin is really good. But when teams play well, they're like, well, they have more talent than us. What do you, what do you want us to do? What a horrible way to look at an entire program. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge of giving up on them. I'll, I will become a Marquette fan if they don't, if they don't change something soon, I'm done. And like, if a, if a team shoots bad against Wisconsin, they're like defense, you know, the defense is just playing so well. Brad Davidson took three charges today. I mean, she might be the best defender ever, you know? They refuse to improve. They've had the same team. They're like, they're older than the Chicago Bulls and they can't beat college teams. I, I don't understand what is so difficult about being a good basketball team with the same four players. And if the, or the same, yeah, because they just rotate one guy. If you have these same players and they're not improving, you're telling, like, why can't we then get somebody else? And if you can't get somebody else, you shouldn't be the coach then. We like Wisconsin came off of two final fours and they said, let's get worse. I don't understand. I don't understand where we go from there. Fire, fire Gray Guard one. Everybody else, feel free to jump on the bandwagon. It's been here for a while. Don't let getting close to beating a ranked team once in a blue moon fool you. We're, we're not good. We're probably going to go to the Sweet 16 again just because we only play with juniors and seniors on the floor and everybody's going to pretend like we're good. And we'll be like, look at this. We made it to another sweet 16 and we lost again. And, you know, nobody's going to be surprised. And then people are going to be like, well, you know, it was actually a pretty good season. If you think about it as if Wisconsin is some third world country, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's the, it wasn't even just two final fours. I mean, there were two uh, pretty highly touted NBA recruits as well i mean the precedent precedent was set for wisconsin basketball to turn around recruiting because uh, i mean the limited amount of super talented recruits in state it seems like wisconsin doesn't have a chance and i mean and for the marquee program when there's oh the little brother marquette getting these recruits i mean you can't let that happen i mean that's a detriment on the school, on the coaching staff, I don't care what it is. If you have to get rid of Under Armour and go with Nike, 
with yep. Jordan Brand, literally anybody else, to get these recruits to come here, cut them a check every now and then. If they want to drive a Lexus, get them a Lexus. It's just something's got to give because I think the fans deserve better. There's a lot of loyal Badger fans out there, and they deserve better than this. Yep. You call the donor, and you say, we're in contention for this five-star player who's in Wisconsin, so he should want to go here, but we have no other pluses because we do not play an NBA-friendly style game. Let's buy him an Escalade. You're, you're telling me they're going to say no? No, they're going to say, why don't we get two Escalades, one for him and one for his parents? Yeah. Something has got to give, and I think – I mean, even even for football, football turned around because they went out and got a quarterback finally. Yep. They yep. finally did. And people are still complaining about him. Do I think he's perfect? No. But he's got at least four stars next to his name. So yep. that's a lot better than anybody else they've had. Yep. Give me an All-American. Like he's only too. Like he's yep. going to be good. Every other yep. team switch. Nobody else runs our team. Like Virginia does what we do. And we're not as good as Virginia and we will not be as good as Virginia. It's time to give up on trying to be them. Maybe, maybe we step into the 1990s or, I mean, do we dare get into the two thousands and just run a bunch of pick and rolls like every other team in the country and shoot threes. Maybe, maybe you bring in a freshman and hear me out. He might be a high recruit. I mean, we play in the big 10 Madison's a cool place. All you have to do is say, you're going to start and we're going to switch up our offense. Shoot the ball. Yeah. You're going to score. We're going to give you a chance to score. There's plenty of good recruits that come out of Wisconsin. Wisconsin just doesn't get any of them because they say, we're not going to let you be like, we're not going to let you shoot the ball all the time, even though you're probably the best player on the court. So ignore that. And just completely ignoring the fact that nobody's going to want to go there. Like, you're just never going to take that next step of being like, you're just average. You're an average team. You're going to be an average team forever until you finally get something that makes you good. Hero was a shot to the heart of Wisconsin basketball, because I think it's one thing if you're getting NBA draft buzz before you go to college, but Hero's a guy where he's talented. He wasn't even a McDonald's all American. And so you have the chance to go to your state school who you immediately you originally like go to and you decide, no, I'm going to better myself. I'm going to go to Kentucky. And he makes it big. It's like, yep. if you're another recruit, you're I mean, say you play in a smaller division of Wisconsin, you're tearing it up. You're unbelievable. Wisconsin offers you all of a sudden towards your senior year, you get an offer from, I mean, a, a major SEC school. It doesn't have to be Kentucky, but let's just say it is. You're not going to pick Wisconsin because you know, this already worked. Somebody already did it. If I just play my game, I'm going to get opportunities as a freshman. And, 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 and I'm going to get. And on top of it, and if you're playing for Wisconsin, you're probably going to be there three years. Like, there's no yeah. one and done. Like you're not going one and done. Yep. Like Marquette, you can go one and done. And that's fine. That's, that's fine. But let, then let's stop the charade that, that we are a good team. Let's, let's quit pretending that we have a chance and say, we are going to finish fifth in the big 10. We're going to maybe get to a sweet 16 and let's call it a day. That's fine. I I'm just not going to be a fan of the program. It's just incredible. It's so easy to switch up your playing style. It's, it's really not that hard to do it. Will you go 500 some years? Yeah, you might. Cause you won't have as much talent, but 
the years that you're good, you'll actually be good. I like, I don't, there's enough talent. There's enough NBA talent in Wisconsin for Wisconsin to be good consistently, especially with Illinois. Like you have Chicago right there. Why can't, why can't we just run a halfway decent modern offense and like, let's stop pretend it or stop pretending we're good. It's, it's either one. I think people people thinking that they're that Wisconsin is going to be able to recruit um, California, they're they're just they're blowing smoke. There's no way it'll never happen. None of these warm weather state kids are going to come here. But there's no reason that Wisconsin can't recruit the Midwest. Um, yeah. I mean, whether it's Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, uh, obviously Wisconsin, Minnesota. There's no reason that. We're, we're one of the – I mean, Wisconsin is one of the most prestigious programs in this area. So, from a basketball standpoint, at least, who else has this track record that's in close vicinity? Nobody in Illinois. Ohio State's had NBA players, but it's not like they're a powerhouse. So – Only powerhouse in the Midwest really in the last 30 years is Michigan State. Consistently. Yeah. Michigan now, too. Michigan now, but, like, in the last 30 years, like, it's always been Michigan State. Michigan State has a very modern offense. When Wisconsin went to the Final Four, they were averaging 75 to 80 points a game. Yeah. And there's, there's no and reason that Wisconsin – Yeah. There's no reason Wisconsin should be able to out-recruit Michigan State. Maybe not Michigan because Michigan is – I think it's one of those programs that's uh, – maybe that's just my – that, that they, bias. They have an NBA coach. They, they have an NBA coach. They have, they have yeah. a coach who played in the NBA for a long time, and he's trying trying to get these guys to be like, okay, this is what you need to be an NBA NBA player. If you don't want to get, if you don't want to be an NBA player, then don't come here. He's think, getting yeah, guys that are going to play the NBA style. Yeah, that's the thing. If if you're if you're a college athlete and you see you see yourself and you're a four and a half, you're a five star recruit, you you want to make the league. You want to provide for your family. You don't care about college at that point. So it's like you want to give people the best chance they have to succeed. Wisconsin just can't do that. And that's frankly why I don't watch. I mean, I, I love watching college basketball if I know there's NBA talent on the floor. That's that's my thing. I'm not a good college sports fan by any means. But it's like if I know there's NBA talent, I don't care who it is. Like I'll tune in. If I see your name on a mock draft early on in the season and I see you're playing, like I'm at least going to stop by. But it's like I don't know. I, I just don't – if you're not winning championships with what you have, then you got to change. And, and I'm, I don't see Wisconsin win the championship. So basically what I'm gathering is that Wisconsin is poor. Yes. They are yeah, a poverty program. They can't yes. afford to do the things needed to be done. Yes. Yep. Is that what I'm getting? Okay. We don't have that SEC money, Brannigan, where the, the football team can fund us spending money on all the other sports well, too. You guys have a McDonald's, right? <laughs> Yeah, the McDonald's, you just talk a little in the bag. That's what, that's what I've heard, at least. Yeah. And that ugly orange team over in Tennessee. But anyways, yeah, okay, so finally we're going to head into Bachelor. We'll, we'll skip over next uh, last week's season or episode, but we uh, have a big one. This was the, the week before home, hometown. So what would you think, Casey? Uh, I thought it was a, probably the best episode so far uh, of the season with – you know, crazy things happening. Uh, Matt getting rid of Abigail, major heel heat for me. Uh, I really thought she was a, super cool. And, I mean, if you're going to have a boring turd like Matt as a bachelor, at least have somebody with a good story. 
I mean, everybody else, I haven't really connected a whole lot. I think Rachel was in my top three to start the show because I thought she was one of the better looking ones on the show. That's the only reason I based it on. But as far as that goes, like, I don't really have a whole lot of connection to anybody else. I mean, I know Kyle's a big Brie guy. I'm not really super sold on anybody. I think the teacher's pretty exciting. She's got a she's got a good attitude, but I don't know. And then Kit leaving too. Kit finesse the Bachelor. Kit probably gained hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers just for being on the show and just absolutely dipped. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know who who Matt's gonna choose. I just know. I hope the next season that has a little bit more exciting protagonist to it. There, there's speculation is that Abigail might be the next Bachelorette. That would be awesome. No, it's right. Abigail or Katie they're saying. So dildo or Katie. Death. Yeah, it'll be Katie. Abigail, like Abigail Katie, seems Katie, nice, but not. she's just not. She's not like a main character in a TV nope. show. Hundred percent does not have the Bachelorette uh, ability to carry the yeah. show. Can Can you imagine her sending people home too? It's just no. There be yeah. there be tears every rose ceremony. Yeah, not, that was just how I was reading it. That was the speculation where those two are going to be the ones that do it. Katie would I be heard, a good one. I heard that Piper makes it to uh, what's the Bachelor season where they? Oh, Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise. Dude, yeah, I heard, I heard that's Piper makes legit. Paradise. That'd be nice. You know, I've never seen Paradise, but. I have not seen Bachelor Prairie. This is my first. I'm like Brang, and this is my first kind of tenure into it. I mean, Bachelor in Paradise is head over heels. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a month and a half thing. There's like, it's it's quick because they go Monday Tuesday. Like Bachelor usually Monday. Like Bachelor in Paradise is Monday Tuesday every week. I think for four weeks. Yeah, or something like that. And it's crazy. There's so much drama because there's guys and girls, and they're all fighting for the same people, and it's just like. Someone's got to go. Something. It's crazy. It's awesome. I, f- I feel like I get more into that than. So I remember the Big Brother on TV. They used to like. They used to have like Big Brother After Dark where they would bang and stuff. It's like I want to see more of that. You know, let them get let them get down and dirty physical on the show. I see there's, a little there's, elementary. Uh, there's for... websites for that, Casey. <laughs> Not like that. You know what I mean. I don't need to see all the details, but oh, okay. you know, come on, make well, a little well, in between. Sense. What's something for the imagination? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm not talking like, I think you mentioned in one of the group chats where it's like cameras where like, they're not like camera crews around. Like, you know what I mean? Like they just the cameras in the room that are picking up on people saying stuff like mean things. It's like, oh, let's get it more dramatic. What I, yeah, I said, I wanted to see more like off camera, like, cause at the end of this last episode, they showed Michelle in like a, a light that we haven't seen her. Like having fun, being goofy, and I didn't, like I didn't ever take her as that kind of person. So I wish we. Could oh, I, yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. we saw more like, like uncut stuff. So Rachel's gonna win though. I uh yeah I hope so too. But after this big news story that broke, dude. Yeah. I wonder what's gonna happen with all that. Can somebody explain to me how how vulgar was the party she was at? Was it like blatantly? What happened? She was at some kind of like plantation themed party. But I don't. I haven't seen the picture of it. Do you know it, Kyle? Um, I thought it was. I read a thing that it was. She went to it was like a frat party in Georgia that was like 1800s themed, which <laughs> Georgia in the 1800s, you know, yeah. is not exactly a great, a great time to be alive. But so like pictures that I think that was like five years ago. Or yes. something like that, or like it was a while well, was, ago. I think it was. I think it was two years only because I think she's. Really I heard. Young, yeah, I heard. I heard. Twenty eighteen. Oh, so, well, yeah. like it was. It was like. So it was like a. It was before. 
um, like any of this, like the stuff with the bachelor obviously happened. And yeah. then, um, so I guess like that picture got leaked and everybody's really upset about it. And then like Chris Harrison got interviewed and then he was, he basically was like this, like, this isn't good, but like also keep in mind, like we weren't having the conversations that we're having like this past year. And then he got fired. Is he fired or is he taking leave of absence? I don't know. I got, I, I thought like it was Chris fired. Harrison got fired? Yeah. Yeah. He, it's supposed to be like his, He's too invested into the show. They can't fire. I, I don't think they'll fire him over some comments. But I, they, uh, who knows nowadays? But they, uh, they, uh, I think they gave him a leave of absence, like to start. I'm dude, not sure. I don't think he's fired. In the preview for the next episode, who the fuck is skydiving and just absolutely smokes the ground? <gasps> I that? saw that. Yeah, I have no clue. That's I'm excited really for that though. They're skydiving and someone just doesn't like like doesn't hit the ground softly like they're just they just go full like face yeah, right they near the bring ground. Bring ambulance in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna and, be and awesome. That's gonna be awesome because like once they get to the date and you see it skydiving, we're like, oh, it's this girl. Yeah, we're gonna see her, <laughs> gonna see her crash. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> is it gonna be? That's... Is it gonna be her or Matt? No, it's, it's not Matt because you they saw Matt running boringly after yeah. her, just yeah. trotting he slowly, like, not <laughs> pretending that he cares about somebody. <laughs> yeah, the the Baywatch run. He's like, no. Yeah. Wait a second. I'm supposed to care about this. Let me go check on her. <laughs> supposed to have feelings. Matt, Matt is just, he's got it. I wish I watched the other Bachelor seasons. He is just the worst person to have as the Bachelor. Like. I would like to apologize publicly to anybody if I've ever uttered the words like I don't understand why girls go for nice guys. I watched this season of The Bachelor. I get it. It's ridiculous. Like he just has no personality. It is talking to a cardboard cutout of himself. Being nice is not a personality. It is like when it's between having a personality and being nice or no or like uh, having a personality and being like a dick or no personality, like they will never choose. Girls will never choose having no personality. And I get it. I completely agree. And I would, I would apologize for that one. If I ever had to say it, Matt is terrible. He just like, there's no personality behind him. There's no fun things that like, I, maybe he does it, but I think Michelle's going to win. Like Michelle actually has like a, like a real personality, like somebody that like seems fun. And that's like Matt seems like he needs that person, or else it's just not going to work. Like you can't have two really boring people in a relationship, or else you're just going to sit in silence. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I have I enjoyed the Bachelorette much more than the Bachelor, much more. I, I did I don't too. Know if it's just a personnel, but this is like I've fallen asleep in probably a, a quarter of the episodes just just out of boredom itself. And, and I feel like I was more on the edge of my seat for the Bachelorette. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me. Maybe that is a hot take. But I'm definitely I'm, – I'm passing off for probably, like, a good 10 minutes. Uh, I, I would say not a majority of the episodes, but a good portion of them. I'm not going to lie. I skipped through a lot of times where it's just Matt talking to the girl because I know it's just going to be a terrible conversation. It's really boring, so I skip a little bit. And I'm talking about something amusing. Like, okay, I'll rewind for a little bit, see what's talking about. But if it's not, I'll skip and just let the girls talk and see the girls' drama because that's just that's that's the most interesting part. What, if you want to know, you... sorry, if you want to know what happens on these dates, what happens is they ask Matt 
they say, so how are you handling all of this? And he like, doesn't know how to compute that in his brain to actually have a legitimate emotion. So he goes, you know, um, I'm just trying to be authentic. And I told myself that I'm going to trust my heart that I'd assume is ice cold. And then he just goes, what about you? And then they actually have a real emotion and like, it's actually really hard seeing you date other women, which again, don't come on the show. This is just, you know, this is not your show. And then Matt goes, you know, I, I really feel for you. Um, and I, I, I want you to know that I'm here for you. Like his personality is pretending to be there for these girls. And then he turns around and he's like, you got to go home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can, I walk, can I walk you out though? Yeah. Can I walk you out? He's just terrible. I don't like, that's how every single one of these dates goes that like these girls are talking and they have a legitimate emotion and Matt's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I get that. I get that. Who, who was on the, uh, the yoga or any date? comment? He's just like, I want you to know that you're here because I like you. And they're like, okay, I need to hear that. That's every single conversation. Cal, who was there on the yoga day? I can't remember her name. Serena P. Serena P. Yeah. She, she goes, yeah. This uh, made me super uncomfortable. And Matt just goes, uh, I like when we sat together. Yeah. <laughs> the guy just like can't handle like a regular conversation. That's, he, he, he is not fun. To, I would imagine that like, like I would imagine if, he, if you're like his best friend, he talks to you like he just met you. You know, like he'll ask you, he's like, like he sees you every single day. And he'll be like, oh, like, how, like, how's work going? It's like, you don't care. Like, what is this conversation going to be about right now? I'm going to say like, oh, it's fine. You're going to be like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's just, you're just talking to fill space. That's what every single one of his conversations feels like. And it is pure agony to watch. It is. T- I feel the real winner of this show is going to be whoever doesn't have to marry Matt. That is going to be the winner of this show. Whoever gets to come on the show doesn't have to be stuck with that just piece of paste for an entire lifetime and then you just your instagram followers are just going to be through the roof that yeah, is we're, we're, the trio of winning the show yeah would you say kid, kid already won at that point i mean yeah. she's got she appears to be already financially stable some kind of well-off parent in fast in oh. the fashion industry she had, yeah her mom has like a hundred million dollars or some shit like that yeah so it's like Crazy. she immediately can kind of spin that off into her own brand just because she was on The Bachelor. It's like, I mean, yeah, if, if I was, it's it, got, it, it really gets you thinking. If, if you're, if you're, say you're a dude, super ripped, you might as well apply. Maybe, yep. maybe you get in, maybe you don't, but I mean, you can, oh, you get in, you don't win, boom, you turn your, your uh, Instagram page into advertisement for some kind of pyramid scheme protein powder. Yep. And, and and you're gonna make a, a comfortable living for ten years. Yep. So it's yep. I, it I really follow, like, is... too many people that do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like that's just th- that is how if if I liked the if I liked Matt or if I liked the main person who's on the show that they're there to marry, I I always root for the person that like the Bachelorette. I liked that Zach was the one that won because I liked Zach, yeah. but. Like Matt, I just, I just, just do not like Matt. He just does not seem like a fun person to talk to. And maybe that's because he's normal. 
um, when he's not on camera. I don't see that one coming. But, like, the real winner is I really hope Bree takes second place. Or actually third place because second place kind of seems like he might get upset. Like, that's a real emotional letdown. Yeah. I hope Bree and Rachel both take, like, <laughs> second, third, or fourth. Like, and then Michelle, Michelle wins. I hope Michelle wins because I think that she might bring like the smallest bit of joy out of Matt. Like he might pretend to have a personality a lot more for Michelle. What is the, uh, what's the failure rate of married couples off the bachelor bachelorette? Do we know what it is? Like it's probably, gotta be high, right? You could probably, I mean, was there 20, this is the 25th season, right? So you I mean, your sample size wouldn't be great. Yeah, I mean, divide it. How how long are they there? A couple months, <laughs> right? Uh, eleven percent. Eleven percent. That's not even that bad. Wait, eleven percent stay together or eleven percent break up? Okay, hold on. Thirty percent of the Bachelorette season stay together. Eleven percent of the Bachelor stay together. Oh. <gasps> Two, only two thirds. Only two thirds of bachelor seasons end in a proposal. And bachelor bachelorette seasons end in a, end in a proposal. That's exciting though, because That's, that does add yeah. a little bit of flair to the end. So now I'm going to be like, oh, is this going to happen? That'd yeah. be really funny if Matt was like, I actually dislike all of you. Yeah, that, well, that would make Matt better in my eyes. That maybe he just was super boring because he really did not like anybody there. Right, and then at that point, maybe it just wasn't for you. But now, again, he's super famous, so it's right. like he won. Yeah. Either like, way, you win. But like a lot, some of the times, like so, there was a there was a season. I think it was like four or five years ago, and it was Aaron Rodgers' brother's brother was the it was a bachelorette. It was JoJo's season, season, and he won. Like they got they got they proposed. She proposed. He proposed to hit her. Whatever. And they are now getting married, like, this year, like, in 2021. It's taken them five years. So some of these couples, like, don't get engaged and then get married that year. Like, they did the right thing, I feel like, and they took time after they got engaged to, like, figure out, okay, this is actually true. I feel like the couples that go right after the season be like, well, I'm going to take this high and then get married three year, three months later. And then, like, oh, wait. So I saw – I knew you for eight weeks, and now I'm going to marry you in three months. And then – Five months after that, like, oh wait, I actually fucking hate you off camera. We're <laughs> getting, we're getting, and now they're well, that's money because they're bad. That's actually that's what Kit told him before she left was that like, hey, I have this, this, and this I want to do after this. So like, you're either with me for that, and then we'll decide, or you're not with me. So that's yeah. why she left. No way. She okay. There's definitely people that go into the show that are like, I'm not actually gonna marry this guy. I'm gonna pretend, and then I'm gonna end up like bowing out like if you if you remove yourself you were just, like, i feel like you're there to get famous or you met matt and you're like this guy sucks yeah 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 could have and then just stayed long enough so you could be on there and people would be like okay because right you know oh res- like you know kid's name yep yep i mean respect the grind that's that's impressive i mean you just became a blue check mark person on instagram if you weren't before easily yeah yeah immediately Either- Either way, either way, I do love uh, being single as shit and giving dating advice to my TV. Yep. But yep. Uh, with that, a good episode, boys. Thank you for thank you for coming on, Casey. Uh, yeah, no problem. Always down. 
You can find us on YouTube, Apple Pods, or Apple Music. Uh, follow us on Twitter, No Dice Pod, and uh, that'll be it for tonight.